and gentlemen, welcome into your Nevins Island content of Saturday. That's right, it's the casual entertainment conversation, the weekly show where we discuss entertainment casually. As always, I'm joined by the movie man himself, Sam Ross. Sam, what's up? How you doing, man? Just, just ready to talk WandaVision with you, man, and you know, get 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 the show on the road, on the roll. Get oh, the show rolling. Get the show rolling. Let's get it on the road. Let, let, let's let's do it. Uh yeah, man. It's been a good week. Um content's been great. Having that uh podcast with Turbo go up yesterday. Turbo the Rats dude, on the dude came through posting it on his YouTube feed and putting it on thousands of eyes just immediately so it was really cool yep. he brought in a lot of the views that uh came through i also did a, a little mass marketing through texting in the morning there there was a really funny moment where i'm like do i shoot this link to my bio group chat with over 200 people oh yes i did and then so uh, and i i made it very clear i'm like hey I did this thing. It's really awesome. It'd be awesome if you could check it out. It could help with what I'm doing later in my life, stuff like that. And they were just like, it, it was really funny. There was a post that was a meme right before it and it had like 10 likes. And then my thing got like 15 likes. It was really cool. So a lot of support what? coming from a random group chat. But other than that, we've yeah. been hanging. We've been having a good day. We shot a podcast last night. Uh, it was just the uh, three amigos. I'll talk to you uh, after the show at some point. Because we, we're trying to get you on the podcast pretty dang soon. Maybe even next week. Um, But with that, as always, this is the Casual Entertainment Conversation, the weekly show, where basically we're just talking Marvel at this point. Because that's the world we live in. Where yeah. it's just Marvel every week, all week. It's hype for Marvel. It's sadness for Marvel. It's the best. But before we go in, hop into the exact show of what we are going to be talking about which is this is a wandavision review through and through that's all we're really talking about today sam have you been watching anything new <laughs> anything new no yeah <laughs> basically actually uh i think me and maddie are going to be watching through the mcu nice so we, we we watched iron man one a couple days ago and we're gonna kind of start knocking those out uh, other than that, man, my freaking go-tos, like Rick and Morty, Curb Your Enthusiasm, like as I've said a hundred times on this podcast, but nothing particularly new. I might be watching Manchester by the Sea uh, tweak at some point, which is something that's been on my list for a long time. Casey Affleck uh, won Best Actor, I believe. Yeah. 2015, maybe. Uh Really looks like really gritty and emotional and should be cool. Looks like a Sam Ross movie, honestly. It looks like something you're going to yeah. sink your teeth in and really enjoy. Uh, I agree. What I, about you? What have you, been what, what have you been watching? Uh, so, as always, we have our time fillers. We have our survivors. We got our challenges. We have our How I Met Your Mother. Where this apartment, the quotes that are coming up for How I Met Your Mother, it's amazing. It makes me really happy. As you know, it's my all-time favorite show. Um, With that being said... I just cracked back into like some uh, One Tree Hill, which uh, if you don't know that show, Chad Michael Murray absolutely kills it in that show. Uh, 2005, it went for nine seasons. Um, I can't recommend this show enough. It is my fourth favorite show of all time, um, which is saying something. Like I, I really love this show. I love the characters. There's times where it is, it understands itself in a way where it's like, it, it's like a teenage show where you have your teenage tropes. 
but it also has a lot of heart at times. And uh, to go and just elevator pitch you, it's the concept of the show is this one dad, when he was 18, went to like prom with this girl. They were going to fall in love. They were going to like get married. They had a kid. And he was supposed to like do amazing in basketball, like go pro. And so he ends up honoring his scholarship, leaving the girl and the kid. Goes to college, has another kid with another girl. They all end up back in the same town. He gets married to the second girl. And the thing is that the two sons now play basketball together on the same team. And drama commences and everything. But there's a lot of heart. There's a lot of amazing side characters. Um, And at the end of the day, like... There are some really great themes. The thing that I love the most about this show, though, is the music. The music, every episode has a killer set list. That's the, the that that's the show with like the, what's the main song in that show? I know what you're talking about. The you know what I'm talking about. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't even get too deep into it. I could I'll never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. I was gonna pull up lyrics or something, but I'm not even gonna go there. Um, we, we got a crack. I know that. Yeah, it's a good tune. Um, the, and that's the theme. That's a, that's one of those theme songs that you just don't skip over. And it's not even because, like, the Office theme song, you're like, ah, oh, it's iconic. I'm not going to skip over it. It's pretty short. This song just bangs. So, like, it, we, we're just playing it, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, I love that show. I'm on episode five. It's our episodes. I started that up right before WandaVision. And before we, like, talk about the episode... When did you watch it? Where did you watch it? Stuff like that. How did you watch this last episode? So me and my roommate both uh, hadn't watched it yet. Like, I didn't stay up Thursday. Um, So, yeah, I ended up watching it yesterday. Uh, Honestly, I kind of lost track of the days and mixed up the days and, like, didn't realize it had come out yet because Thursday night was not uh, exactly among living. Yeah, you're you're right. You're out of it. That's that's the term that we use on our content. You're, you're just out of was, it, you know? I was out of it Thursday night. Yeah. And I was going through my day, and I was hanging out with some people, and we were just talking. And I, we got on the subject of WandaVision. I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I can't wait for the new episode to come out. And they're like, what are you talking about? It came out. We've already watched it. And I'm like, oh, crap. I need to get on that. Yeah. So – Later in the day, like yesterday afternoon, I found out my roommate hadn't watched it yet either. And so we both watched it on our computers and like started at the same time. Nice. Uh, our AirPods in and we were both kind of looking at each other throughout the episode. Anytime something cool happened or big happened, which there were a lot of. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, knocked it out yesterday. What about you? Did you stay up till three? So uh, I'm central time. So I only have to stay up till two, thankfully. Oh. And yeah, so I went and I... Uh, so it's Thursday night, my brother and I do the casual gaming conversation. We did that all the way up to like 10 o'clock, uh, my time. So I was like, cool. I only have like four hours to burn when I played some video games for like about an hour. I did some schoolwork for about an hour. And then all of a sudden it's like 1220 before I knew it. Like it really was just like, oh, now I'm really only going to stay up for like an hour, 40 minutes. Then I started One Tree Hill Up, because that was the show that I really want to get into. Another show, before I go and finish this off, of the what I've been watching, I watched all of season one and all of season two of Video Game High School this week. I t- Oh! Yeah. So, I wanted my buddy Shane to go and see it. He watched the first episode and then the second episode, and what I mean, he watched it, 
he did the, I'm on my phone, I'm talking, I'm grabbing a drink. And it, it, it's one of those things that I'm like, dude, it's 20 minutes. And, and you know, it's my one of my all-time favorites. I love this show. Here, man. That's like that show, you and me watching that shit, like, it's a special memory. Yeah, it really is. Um, But I like, not only do I think that this show is like uh, nostalgic and such, but it's a funny freaking show. That show opens... That show opens, the, one of the best lines in the show right off the bat is when the law is getting interviewed and he goes and that one girl's just like, so you're telling me backstage that this is called a pub stop? And then the one girl goes, what else happened backstage, Becca? And then it's Becca, stone cold, just look deadpan. And then the law's just like, anyways, ladies, like, oh my God. And that was the moment he was watching. He got to laugh out of that. I'm like, there, it, it's a funny freaking show. The writing's phenomenal. Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Ferenzi, the guy who plays the law, is uh, unreal. And he's one of the creators of the show, too. He's got chops of the wazoo. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I, I love that show. I watched two seasons of it. Uh, the first season, obviously, is an uh, like hour 45, two hours, really short. Um, but the second season is a little meteor. It's like four or five hours. So I love that series. Um, I started up season three. I got through the first episode and... This show just hits. And then by the time you get to season three, the characters are so defined that you have so many payoff moments, whether it be with Brian and Calhoun or Ted and his dad or the entire season finale with uh, Joanna Brady and Brian. Sorry, uh, uh, Jenny Matrix and Brian. Um, It's unreal. I, I, I know, like, this is my show. This is, I love the Easter eggs. I love the behind the scenes. I love this show, so I, I wanted to touch on that. I mean, we grew up, we grew up watching Rocket Jump. We grew up watching, you know, Corridor Digital, all those types of channels and stuff. And for for the guys that are like kind of involved with all that stuff to come to, you know, and make this show, like, yeah, it, it's it, it, amazing. It was the dream team of like that time period, and that they knew they knew that they had something uh, after that first season. I like I couldn't imagine writing that and being like. After the first season, this is going to fail. There was just no way. They knew they had the setup. They had the backing financially. And they had the awesome cast that they were like, these characters fit so well. I couldn't imagine anyone being played by anyone else. Especially Ted Wong and The Law. Those two yeah. castings are un-freaking-real. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm about it. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you know this. Ted Wong plays like the main guy in um, Mulan, Disney's Mulan. Like, so he he's like, yeah, he, he's taken off. He's doing really well for himself. Um, but yeah, so I I watched the One Tree Hill up leading up to WandaVision, and then all of a sudden it's two a.m. I went, I made my TikTok that I always make before it. I'm just like, here we go, we're doing it, guys. Good luck. Um, grabbed a cold drink out of the fridge, made some popcorn, and sat down, and just, it went. It went. And, like, the thing of this episode was, I, like, a couple times, like, clicked the remote to see how much time was left. The show just does, it was relentless, dude. It just yeah. went. And so, like, we will go and start out by checking the prop bets that we made on Thursday. Yeah, I did not do very well. You did better than you'd think, I believe. Uh, and we can we can get into some te- technicalities. Um, but let's just let's just hop into it. Uh, will we see Doctor Strange? Sam said yes. 
eh, wrong. Uh, eh. Shane said no. He was right. Um, do the twins survive? You said dead zone. What do we want to do with that end credit scene? Because they, they, I let's call them dead. I uh, let's just call them dead. So you, you and uh, Shane both got that right. You said that they would both die. Will White Vision face off with Red Vision? Absolutely. That 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 happened. Um, good job on that one. Yep. Uh, you and Shane both got the point there. Um, will Vision survive? You said yes. Say, uh, Shane said yes. The two will fuse or no. I am going they to. They kind of did. I'm going to go and give Shane the point overall because, yes. uh, like, that that scene we'll, that we'll talk about it um, was unreal with, with the two Paul Bettany's. And it is mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to give Shane the point there. Um, I, I, man, I, all right. Um, is there another villain? Sam said Ultron. Um, and Shane said no. Yeah, uh, that's. That's going to be a no for uh, Shane. He gets the point. Um, and will Agatha survive? You said yes, which happened. I said yes, and I thought, and I thought she was going to become like a kind of main more. I, I, I realized she was a villain, but I also was like, I don't know, maybe at first freaking Wanda and uh, what's Pietro were kind of villains yeah. or whatever. And I, I, I was along the train of thinking that I thought – the actress was really good who who played Agatha and like I could have seen her becoming I think she'll be better. Uh, you know, maybe a secondary level character or whatever. Yeah. But no, I didn't my I my my comic book knowledge was not you, you, sufficient you enough to uh, She did survive. You said she would survive. So you got the point there. Well yeah, but I, I was kinda wrong in how she was gonna yeah. survive. Um is what well, I Will want to make a sacrifice? You said yes, and I would count it. I would say that she did make a sacrifice. She gave up her kids and Viz to go and let the people of Westview out. Um, is this the last episode? We all said no, um, including myself. That was the only prediction I made with you guys. We were all right there. This is not. This was the last episode. Um, th- does this introduce mutants? You guys both said yes. You're both wrong. It did not. And then will Jimmy Woo save the day? You guys both said yes, and I would. Jimmy Woo saved my heart. Okay, so uh, we'll count it. All right. Um, but going back, you won by one point. You beat out Shane by one. Well, dang. So wow, I I guess I forgot what all the <laughs> questions were because I was like, I thought I was getting cooked. Yeah, I so I was like the only one that before I just opened that list that I'm like, oh, I know that like happened was the two visions based off other than that i forgot what i wrote for the prop bets uh, and then but yeah let's let's hop into this uh do, before we hop into spoilers let's go non-spoilers i have the spoiler bros like ready to roll sam what did you think of the wandavision finale no spoilers just an overall just viewpoint of what happened i i think it was very adequate and the fact that I bought in so much to the rumor mill on the internet and TikTok and stuff created a layer of disappointment and dissatisfaction. But if I could, if I could be objective and remove that kind of poisoned thinking and like expectations, it was a good episode. It did its job. I think it tied up what needed to be tied up and, uh, you know, served its purpose as a you know, mini series intro into kind of what we're going to be looking at with some things in phase four, but it was, it still kind of left a little, little tad of disappointment. 
Nice. I I agree. Um, I would say this episode did not, in my opinion, disappoint. It was just the expectation in the week by week of this show where it's just, oh, what's going to happen next? The build, the build. And for some something like a big character to just be a dick joke in the end, it, there was a lot of dissatisfaction there. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think you can leave that and be like, they didn't do a good job. Where right. they closed off this story and then they hit you with a couple of emotional punches that I don't think I would care about these characters the way that I do now. And mm. by the end of it, I'm tearing up. And like literally got, got the waterworks almost rolling down the cheeks. It was, And it was awesome. I, you got to commend them for having you feel that about Scarlet Witch and Vision and these kids and at, like every single one of these characters, uh, like especially somebody like Agatha, where not getting into spoilers, but you don't really have a connection. But of course we joke about it. That banger of a song goes and it gives you reason to be like, all right, I'm in on this person. Let's have fun. And the show didn't shy away from having fun. The show didn't shy away at all from doing anything like stupid it just was a fun time and i really really enjoyed it um all right we're getting the spoilers now uh where where do we want to go with this first um let me make that spoilers bigger because uh, uh, i want if somebody is coming into the stream i don't want them to be like oh 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 we're here um I want to start out with that scene, the two vision scene. So we get them facing off, fighting. Awesome acting, awesome analogies. Yeah. Like them bringing up the Greek yep. ship and going and going yep. through that analogy step by step. A more complicated theory, mm -hmm. like a legit. This theory hey. is like hey. no joke. Um, for them to go and have the balls to go and bring something like that up. And then for them to yep. make it so easy to understand, like really dumb yep. it down, it was freaking right. awesome. I, I and I yeah, love cool. the acting. I, I I'm in total agreement with you. It felt like when when you were initially watching it, you're like, man, I feel like I'm reading a thesaurus with like the way the dialogue was written. But then as you as it as it starts to click and sink in a little bit more and you understand the analogy and you understand, you know. The pieces, but yeah. Vision is kind of about and what the uh, the the ship means to this uh, situation. You're like, wow, like that is a damn good analogy. Uh, so I have a question. And it totally... Sorry, yeah, uh, I, I have a yep. I have a question after you're, you're finished. Um, oh. oh, okay. Um, so I my initial read on this after the this scene happened, Vision the robot was like. I, my goal as a robot is to destroy the one true Vision. And right. then when Vision get, t gives him the memories and he becomes a th synthesoid and he has those memories, he, and he says, I'm the one true Vision, does he go kill himself? Does that Vision die? Because that that's, that's what my initial read was. I was like, oh, he's going to... He now understands I'm the one true Vision because really... Uh, the vision of the Hex was not. Like, he never was the full vision, obviously, because he was tied to that world. Yeah. But now the white vision's not tied yeah. to that world. He has the memories and he has the body. He is the one true vision. So do we get the one true vision back? Like, uh, in a couple ways, is Paul Bettany out of the MCU? 
Is he done? Does... My answer is no. My answer is no. I, I think that they want you to think that until the point when you're least expecting it in whatever movie coming up in the slate and he pops back in and you're you're like, holy crap, like yeah. this like knocked me out of my seat. Uh and and we'll we'll figure out what he was doing in the meantime or whatever. But I think I don't think they would have created this show per se if they didn't want if they weren't planning on keeping Paul Bettany longer because he has just become such a fan favorite more so than he ever ever had been. I, I you know, I, and he, Yeah. Dude's been in the dude's been in the MCU from the beginning. He was in Iron Man One as Jarvis and then to kind of, I mean, you know, you never know like what, tr- how far truly Marvel's planning has gone. But like, if they've literally known that they were gonna get into like this type of thing, when and with the original actor they cast to play Jarvis, who would eventually become Vision, who would eventually have the show or whatever, whether that's the case or not, it's still so impressive that it's that it's played out that yeah. way. And I think that. Like he's way too integral, inter, the word I'm trying to say, integral integral into what people's, people's view of the MCU is now that I think it would be a great disservice if they let him, you know, go from the MCU. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I would hope that he gets reintroduced in some way soon. So for me, I am looking at the MCU that we have currently and um, I can see the uh, Avengers uh, poster below me and my my favorite characters a lot of everyone's favorite characters either got grandfathered out or are dead including for me i would if you were like hey who's your favorite i would be a basic bitch and i would probably be like yeah iron man i love the iron man movies i love civil war i love the emotion in that movie and yeah i'm going with iron man and then if you're like who's your number two i'd probably say black widow so i'm just a sad person um but Paul Bettany's character is so dang good. He's a new favorite. He's literally like, if you're like, who's your favorite in the MCU right now? And you look and you're like, okay, I don't really care. It's either him or it's Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man is just unreal. And I, I, Sony and Marvel need to work out a deal. I want 15 Spider-Man movies with this cat. Like, yep. he, he, this kid is so young. Put the team on his back. Put the team on his back. Put the MCU on his back. He is the MCU nowadays. Yep. I don't think anyone's annoyed with him. I think he plays it perfectly. And I think that we will eventually be getting the Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire team up, which would be unreal. But now here uh-huh. we are, and we have this world where we're getting content, content, content for the next, literally, like, for the rest of the year, every week. Like, it's absurd. So... And it makes our lives very easy because all we have to do is talk about Marvel. Um, yeah. It's just difficult to go and discuss this and be like, man, I my favorite characters are gone. And now we have Paul Bettany, who I think was a star of this show. I think that him, it, like taking Jimmy Woo out of the equation, not just for being a meme and being adorable and loving, but like Paul Bettany's emotion, Paul Bettany's acting, top notch. Like, I feel like Wanda had a yep. little bit easier of a character to play as she's just like, yeah, yeah. I just am, like, going mad. um, And I, I have this emotion, right. and I'm sad. But Paul Bettany is struggling with yeah. his life. Like, it's 
unreal. And so uh, there were so many moments. That yeah, my much favorite... better range. Yeah, much better range. Yeah, my favorite moments of this show were with Paul Bettany's acting at like top notch. When we look back, I think that I think that the best moment in the show, the moment that the show really kicks into high gear, is right before Pietro goes and like knocks on the door where Wanda stands up and then Vision stands up and they are yelling at each other and he's like that his he's pleading, being like, Who what or what's happening? Tell me what's happening. I need to know. That's where I feel like the show is at its best. That's where I feel like the show is at its peak. Um, and that was all him. So I really, really love his character. I love the synthesoid. I like a. I'm a big Daft Punk fan. I love the idea of robots trying to be human. Like it's awesome. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I don't know. It's it's really sad that we could possibly not get him. But I think that he was the star of this show, and I think that they'd be pretty dumb not to bring him back. Um, especially where it is like. This cast, you're looking at the this cast, and you have the Guardians, and so you got your Chris Pratt, bless you. You have your Chris Pratt, you have your uh, Chris Hemsworth, but you, you're you now like, all right, who's going to step in at, like, because I also assume uh, Ruffalo's out. I assume Ruffalo's done with the Hulk. Um, where do we go from here? And somebody like the Vision is so powerful, and the emotions there, especially, we'll get into the end credit scene, Scarlet Witch is going to go bonkers one way or another. Um, yeah. And it kind of sucks. I wish she wasn't. I love her character. I love how grounded she was. I love how scared and naive she was. I loved her in Ultron. I loved her in Civil War and just listening to Cap over and over again and listening to Hawkeye. And she had these foundational leaders that she like was able to look up to. And for her to turn bad, this is the first time the MCU were having a, a hero go bad. Um, yep. It's just hard. It really kind of sucks. I wish that she remained good because I also think that everyone loved Wanda. Everyone loved the mom jeans and just like being like, I'm doing this for my kids. I'm doing this for my husband and I don't care. And that I think that uh, Agent Rambo says it best uh, at the end of the show where she just goes and is like, I would bring back my mom if I had your power. Yep. Like, I like. Yep. that's that's obvious and so she's not crazy yeah crazy for doing it yeah like if you ask me like if i could for do that and bring back my grandfather for a day i would do it and torture people for 10 years like you know no 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 question so it it makes sense these are as stupid of a idea of bringing somebody back from the dead and then living through sitcoms with them it's such a real emotional idea that they presented beautifully and I think that this series is one of the best pieces of Marvel content we've ever gotten. Um, oh, yeah. Going on to the end credit scene now a little bit. Uh, we have Scarlet Witch going mad. She's she's in the suburbs. She's dealing with mental health. And she has one part of her being and just trying to relax. And then the other part of her learning dark magic in, in a like synth out uh, version. By the way, Doctor Strange was mentioned at, like during the show. They brought up the Sorcerer Supreme, Agatha did, which is Doctor Strange. Mm, yeah. Um, where do you think we go from here with, uh, like I was gonna say Olsen, but uh, Wanda. Yep. And I, you kind of just led into it. I, I think that she is gonna become a main antagonist. Yeah. She has to, 
And I think they did such a good job of making us love her, like you just said, in, in this show, that it's going to be so painful to see her as the opposition going forward. Yeah. And, That's how it's going to be. And, and we, we've discussed movies together since we were kids. And I'll never forget The Dark Knight. The reason that we both love that movie so much is because we, the Joker, as insane as he is, you sort of get it. You sort of understand who he is and what he does, and that performance is so real. But then you have somebody like Thanos, where you understand his motivations of trying to save the world, of like trying to save the world by destroying half of it. Um, give me a character that you understand that has really good motives and make him a villain, that's how you make a damn good villain. You know, like, that's how you... Show me the villain, let me get attached. Like, the you go and watch The Dark Knight, an hour of that movie is Joker content. It's awesome. So, and now here we are. We just had four and a half hours of content. And even, and even the next, the... If you if we want to make an analogy to The Dark Knight, Harvey Dent is, an, is an, honestly an even more fitting example yeah. of what Wanda is going to become. Because you do, you you get attached to Harvey, you respect him, you you know, him and Bruce have their little back and forth earlier in the yep. movie, which, you know, is kind of funny. But overall you sympathize with him, you sympathize because you you love Rachel and you know that she loves Harvey. And then to see the descent into madness after losing her, his significant other, Wanda, lost yep. vision, Harvey loses Rachel in a very dramatic fashion. Um, and just watching them both slip, I, that's an honestly an even better yeah, comparison. It definitely is. Uh, what, thanks for showing me up, Sam. I'm totally kidding. Uh, that is a better comparison. Uh, yeah, I'm stoked. Uh, and it sucks because I, like I said, I really like Wanda as a positive person. Like I said, w with this character cast that we now have, it's really rough. I'm this show though makes me really excited to fall in love with Anthony Mackie's Falcon. Because, yes. because I'm already sold on the Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier has been around with us for so long at this point that it's so easy to fall in love with him. And I think that uh, the actor that plays him is awesome. Um, Sebastian Stan is great. You. Sebastian Stan is awesome. And so now here we are. Anthony Mackie, I'm not really sold on. Great actor. I'm not going to – no one would say that. Great actor. Love him in that Black Mirror I was – uh, I was gonna, I was gonna say that he's great in that episode. I was texting my brother uh, after he watched WandaVision yesterday, and we were talking about the same kind of thing. We we're like, "Oh yeah, I'm pumped for Winter Soldier." And I, I texted him. I'm like, "Yeah, it's gonna be great to see Anthony Mackie have a more expanded, in-depth role rather than just being the sidekick guy you don't really care about. You like him. He's got some funny lines and whatever, and he, he's he's a good character." But no one, you know, I don't think he's gotten his due respect based on his prestige and talent as an actor yet. And this is going to be this, his, his opportunity to, to, to prove himself as, as one of the new faces, which yeah, is great. That, that's what I'm excited for. I, uh, no, I've never met a person. I've met a lot of people and I've talked to a lot of Marvel. I've never met a person that says my favorite Avengers character, my favorite Marvel character is the Falcon. Because no, that's just not, you're going to go with one of the bigger, more integral roles, or you're going to have your favorite, like, small character. Uh, but no one's going out of their way to discuss Anthony Mackie's performance. Oh. And here we are. 
where this show, if I were to guess, is going to be the story of Anthony Mackie becoming Captain America. So, that's awesome. I'm uh, Sign me up. I really am excited to see what he can do with this character. I think that there's going to... I really hope that they give me more to care about than just the buddy cop relationship and a villain. I want yeah. I want emotion. I want depth. And I, I like you said, this he's too good not to get that. Um, yes. Lastly, I want to I want to just go. Let's let's just let's just uh, tease something. We're going to be discussing MCU, you and I, in a shorter form content uh, thing later this summer, and we're yep. going to be doing some ranking. As of right now, just hot off the press, where your mind's at, how high does WandaVision rank for you? Don't, don't, I don't want to hear between this and between this, but we have around 24 properties now. Top. What? Top 10? Top 10. I, there's a lot of good Marvel movies. I think it's like top seven. Like, I think, mm-hmm. I think it stands out there. Um, Especially... The, the last thing I want to discuss is the end of this episode, the tearjerker moment of Paul Bettany saying goodbye to Wanda and, and them kissing the kids goodnight. And yeah. I, I, I like, I love seeing Wanda like tucking the kid and go snug as a bug. And you're just like, that's a mom. Like you understand yep. she is giving up being a mom and Paul Bettany is giving up his life like to go and allow Wanda to move on like it's so emotional and there I am I'm like dang this the action moved so much like so much during this episode with Wanda versus Agatha with Vision versus Vision with the kids playing a role with uh Darcy out of nowhere like there's so many different moving parts for them to go and just be like we're gonna slow it down we're gonna hit you with this one last freaking beat I really wish the show ended there. Honestly, yeah. I wish we didn't have a lot afterwards. Like for the mid-credit scene of Rambo, and yeah, cool, she's gonna be in Captain uh, Captain Marvel too. Who cares? Honestly, right. I don't. Like I, 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 Captain Marvel, I think is one of the weakest movies. I think that Brie Larson is one of the weakest characters in the MCU. Not like the actual strength, but like just one of the less right. dynamic characters. Um, is a shame because she's she's a fantastic actress and if they if they just wrote the movie better it could be a lot of people's favorites and i i hate the people that go into that argument from the oh you know it's annoying that like, the feminism tropes or whatever like i have no obviously no problems yeah. with, problems with that i thought the girl team up thing in endgame could have been done a little smoother and a little less cheesy yep nonetheless i thought it was a cool moment like overall but like for people to say like that's the reason they don't like Captain Marvel pisses me off. Um, yeah. I just think it's not that good of a movie from a production standpoint, which yeah. is on Marvel, not Brie Larson or anybody else. Yeah, uh, no, I I fully agree. The this this is supposed to be the most badass female character that we have in the MCU, and I wish that there was a story behind her that allowed her to go and really make me root for you the i'm just a girl scene where it's the like 90s song playing in the background of the actions hitting and you're like okay i like this this is fun good tune good action like this is a badass moment there's like three minutes yep. of that in the entire freaking movie where i'm like okay we yeah. finally have a badass like feminine moment other than that it really just was eh, like i like the story's not there i like 
we have an awesome this girl is a pilot in the military that in the 90s where she's getting troped on and what she is now one of the most powerful avengers you couldn't write a better story around that and like really really hit on some of those beats i honestly think that samuel jackson's character in there as amazing as it was it took away from some of the opportunities of like allowing us to get deeper on captain marvel's character and so yeah now we have monica rambeau and i'm just like i don't like, like, Captain, and the worst part is we have so many freaking movies coming up and so many shows. We're not going to see some of these characters for a couple of years. And as much as, like, that kind of sucks, but it's also kind of good because I don't want to get marbled out anytime soon. Like you said with Vision, Vision probably won't show up for another two years. And I'm here for it. Like, I don't want that. Because when it does happen, it's going to blow you away. Yeah, because now with the timeline that we have, we're hitting so many things so fast. The two years is going to feel like it's been 10 years. Like certain things yeah. uh, with certain moments are going to hit a lot harder due to the fact that there's just so much content coming out. All right. Closing out the show. Uh, final final opinions on just WandaVision as a whole. We, we, uh, we'll probably discuss this a little bit with uh, Captain, not Captain America, uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, and there will be comparisons made, but this is such a unique show. So, uh, final opinions. Well done, Marvel. Bravo. Uh, you guys killed it. And having it released week to week was critical. If it would have dropped all at once, nobody would have gave as much of a, you know, a crap about it. And, the hype wouldn't have been there, and I wouldn't have been as invested. I mean, I didn't even start watching the show until, like, it was four or five episodes in, right? Yeah. Four episodes in, I think. Yeah. I mean, imagine if that was the whole show had just dropped. and I mean, I probably would have never watched it, or at least I wouldn't have watched it until it was, like, very blatantly obvious that I needed to. Uh, and so I think they did a great job with the, you know, the schedule and, and, and having the – having the foresight to, to release it in the, in the, in the manner in which they did. Uh, but overall, you know, specifically about the show, we've touched on a lot of key points. Uh, it was very important to do a great job of making Wanda, making us care a lot about Wanda and I like have that emotional attachment to her as she does most likely become a main antagonist villain in the MCU going forward, um, I mean, we'll see how that pans out, but they they did a fantastic job of getting us kind of prepped and us prepared for that uh, inevitability, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Marvel, once again, good job. You, you, there's so little certainty when it comes to our lives as growing up as marvel right now where kevin feige and the team just know what to do and how to pull on the heartstrings and how to create a really interesting dynamic story and we go we have this week-to-week -week show that really just after the first two episodes i was hooked i i really was and those were the two worst episodes so they kept on building they knew what they had they knew they had a hit on it uh, uh like just due to the I love that this was the first show. I love that this was yes. the first show. And now everything's going to be compared to it. But I'm really excited to see how different we get with these shows. Because we have this, but then we have Captain America... Uh, sorry, 
Falcon and Winter Soldier that is going to be so different. It's going to be so much more of an action espionage film, and I'm here for it. And then we have Loki, and what the hell is that show going to be about? The trailer is so insane, and it's awesome. I'm here for it. It's going to be sick. And Hawkeye down the line, what a bold play for them not to play it safe, and we get this awesome story, and I'm really, really excited to see what Marvel can do next. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been your casual entertainment conversation this week. As always, Sam the Movie Man Ross coming by. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like that, Nick. Absolutely. If you like that, you can go and find us on Spotify and YouTube under the Casual Entertainment page, under the Nevins Island page. So for Spotify, just look up Casual Entertainment Conversation. For YouTube, go to the Nevins Island page. It'll be a feed. There's a playlist. We'd love that. If you like that, we also do a very similar show for gaming called the Casual Gaming Conversation. Check that out on Spotify and YouTube, those services. As always, thank you very much for your support. We love you guys. We salute you. And peace out.